0: Can you hear me? Hello, ladies. Greetings from the fire side at the Madison Beach Hotel in Madison, Connecticut. I'm sitting outside of the restaurant bar called The Wharf on the coast of Connecticut, overlooking the beautiful Atlantic Ocean. Betty, can you hear anybody else?
1: sound a little bit all of a sudden it's no devices so we'll go here and i can't even hear the music yet so we'll go there and here
0: i have to say karen said how nice and it really is um i'm I was all right to to hopefully
1: we can holiday, uh, get this together at some point in time <laughs> so can everybody okay, hear me? We
0: very low and quiet. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Said very low and, low and quiet. quiet. Okay, we'll put up the volume as far as that goes, and we'll just make sure everybody's all together here. Good. Yeah, Leslie's uh, probably okay. muted at the moment. So, Leslie, if you want to unmute, that actually, would be I'm not, you'd be I'm that'd not be either. cool. Oh my goodness. So anyway, um. Oh, Leslie's not muted. I don't know why we can't hear Leslie. Okay. Let me try this. So
0: sorry.
1: We there we go. I think my volume wow. is way down. That might have been the problem. It's. So.
0: Yes. Can you hear me now, ladies?
1: I think we might be doing good. So anyway, what I was going to say was I uh, found out the audio book for Game uh, available on Google Play. And it should be on the other platform shortly. Uh, tomorrow night, SR is doing a Spanish language chat on Noches en Florencia. And I don't remember whether it's 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. So, uh, but there's that. And then on April 8th, the French translations of the Raven and the Shadow are going to be released simultaneously. So that's really cool. And the Prince is being released in Italian uh, this month. It's 8 p.m. Thanks, Betty. And the um, Raven will be released in Italian in October. Uh, the Czech translation of the Man in the Black Suit* will be released in May. So that's, that's going to be fun. Uh, also sr had an update from passion flips uh, and it just said everything is on is is on track for uh, to begin filming in, in october or september uh, he doesn't have any news on the casting yet and that has' not started that's that step um so anyway that's the, that's pretty much what he, all SR has right at the moment. so that's So, I am so that exciting. is so
0: exciting, though. It's so exciting about the filming and being on track.
1: Yeah, I'm happy about it. I'm, ha- I'm and I'm sure everybody else. We is need happy. to. We need to
0: start planning our. We have to start planning our our trip. Yes. <laughs> our fall trip to to see the to, filming.
1: Yeah, to, for Toronto, we got. But well, we got to find out when they're filming. That's the other thing, and when they're going to have uh, uh, allow the uh, Passionflix members to come on set.
0: Exactly.
1: And that, from, what, from my experience on, on what they've done, they usually let you, they don't give you a lot of leeway time on that. So.
0: Which is really unfortunate, because some of us can't just drop things at the last minute to run across the, the border to go to Canada. Well, true. It's very true.
1: But it will will happen what's supposed to happen. And 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 then that means the premiere, I think, is supposed to be next, uh, I think in March of 2020 or something in that area. So that's
0: another thing. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. That will be so exciting. I'm very
1: excited.
0: How many years have we been dreaming about this? come on oh and, so uh, exciting betty, and and, and betty st- says i agree <laughs>
1: you and Burling started <laughs> Unless... this back about two three years ago that's right Mm-hmm. so yeah you're, you're lucky if you get a week's notice on the on the passion flick stuff so so, but maybe we have an inside that will give, give us hints.
0: A, a right? Heads up. Maybe, maybe we could have that. Oh my gosh! Can you guys? Can you see me? Oh. Get, so, guess what I, what I just did?
1: You just went on video.
0: I I moved. I went to move my laptop. Uh
1: huh.
0: No, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So I went to move my laptop and I turned off my laptop. Oh, that's so like, good. I'm it's sorry ladies fun. i will be back with you shortly oh, i uh no i totally no turned off my mixler
1: and i'll just oh I'll my just, gosh you know, we, we, when we were both together the last okay. time we were running uh really quick you know quick because uh leslie had something she had to be in in baltimore uh, and it was kind of a, a last minute thing um so what yes we, so what was going on is we had nicholas and Acacia returning to paris and you know, that they talking about how they'd agreed to not change her name, and, um, you know, Nicholas's sources hadn't heard any chatter about her mother, and her mother was okay, and Nicholas had offered taking her to Zurich, but she said no, and that she needed to find a job and what have you in Paris, but when he was asked, she was told she was going to be getting some... um, and you know, security, she wanted to you know, because she uh, had her problems with her. So, uh, 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 she refuses to go to work, so she stays in there getting the job. And Nicholas told her that uh, he had had a contact with uh, the police service and they were looking for other assaults, uh, other assaults around the time of herself, so that they could keep sort of keeping down low. Yeah. Uh, she just asked if she'd
0: turn the journal over, I said
1: no. that they there would be more likely something that they should keep in the show. Nicholas had uh, mentioned something about the murders. I consider that they'd come once, but now that they'd we don't know, what happened. Um, Acacia asked him how involved he was in the black market, and he responded that they hadn't taken his sister. He was involved as much as he had to be, which kind of
0: got Acacia a little bit. Uh, Nicholas right. she was upset about the meeting, but
1: that had been set up but he had made progress already because he had uh, found out were some things through was by and i'm still going to see his references and stuff and then they focused on the list of asmin and her ex-boyfriend
0: that's right that was the whole comment Whoa. right i she didn't want to she didn't want to be like her
1: right right so we, get, we got all that going and then um what else did we have um,
0: well i i know betty just commented that um she it sounds like it really feels like with the background sounds that um, we're in a cafe in paris with the cassia nicholas
1: that's true we and she <laughs> asked for
0: more champagne so i was pouring her a glass oh
1: good good i'm um, so
0: glad of that i'll pour everybody a glass karen As well as uh, I saw Annette was here for a little bit and she had to drop out for a moment. Hopefully she'll be back. Cool. So I think we're about ready to talk about the next part of the chapter.
1: I think so, Are you still
0: able? Uh, So at this point, Nicholas and Acacia were whisked through customs in Paris before being transferred to a large range rover they pulled up outside Acacia's building so they're back in Paris at last it's hard to believe they had their whirlwind adventures and now back back in Paris finally Kurt helped her out to the curb Nicholas had Rick with him she had not been home in what seemed like a very long time she felt like a different person her, get her into the building quickly. She had a brief mache- exchange with Madame Olette, the super, who gave Acacia the new keys. They went up the stairs, and Acacia looked at the newly painted door. It stood apart from the others. And, you know, Nicholas, always present, had mentioned that Wen was waiting for them. And Wen was a reminder of the constant threats that they were facing together. He had already scanned the place, and he will scan them. So Akashi used her new keys to unlock the two locks and open the door very, very slowly. The apartment, which had been destroyed as you guys remember, had now been totally transformed into a peaceful haven. Madame Caserer's design plan had been done to the letter. It was more functional and beautiful beyond Akashi's wildest dreams when greeted them in the kitchen area and scanned them thankfully all was okay and he left now acacia could really start to enjoy the renovation and as betty says we'll finally see acacia's apartment and nicholas's mom's makeover i wonder if mrs casseroa would like to help me remodel my home (laughs) i wish i wish she could and i wish she'd come to my my house then betty i'd love that i
1: wish she could do mine too (laughs)
0: I would love it, especially because of the, the, sh- the details that they they did. The kitchen with its white glass ca- cabinets, steel appliances and marble countertops, honey-colored parquet floors, the sleeping area with the building closet and cubby holes. Nicholas, however, noticed that the bed was a twin. He commented that it was far too small. Acacia laughed and said... See, Nicholas and I think Gabriel are of the same mindset, right? Uh huh. Um, Acacia laughed and said, Don't worry. It pulls out into a queen. It was part of the design plans she had worked on with his mother. He let out a sigh of relief and said that he knew his mother adored her. And he then kissed the top of her head, which is so sweet. Yes. Oh, <laughs> As that. Betty says, dial 1 800 Mama Cassara. I know. I don't think
1: I, my mother would have uh, cooperated uh-huh. so easily if they <laughs> she her on the other foot.
0: She may she may not have uh, yeah not have been willing to uh, make the room so accommodating so to speak. Exactly. <laughs> and as Betty said, of course he notices the bed. <laughs> Nicholas is not, not hiding his hiding future plans. Bed. That's for sure. I'll tell you what, not after Santorini and not after that little dance on the table in Dubai. Good Lord. <laughs> he, he he is rather playful. And he likes to remind her of it. Um, so, Acacia asked if, um, you know. Mama knew about knew about what had gone on and right and nicholas had called her this morning and told her they were returning to paris she had wormed the information out of him he said and that made acacia kind of nervous as her panic was closing in on her he asked what was wrong it was the look on her face she gazed at kurt and rick who acted as if they were not listening nicholas asked her to look at him and you can see it has happened Right, it's gonna be like, Look, Acacia, look at me. When they made eye contact, he assured her that his mother did not know her past. That was her story to tell when and if she chooses. But she should know that his parents are very happy for them. There was no reason to worry about their approval, and not that it was important to him anyway. And as Betty said, my mom would make sure I had a twin bed, she's old fashioned. No one's getting the goodies unless there's a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, Betty, I love it. I love it. I remember one
1: time uh, trying to bring a boyfriend home from New York and I was told, absolutely, you're not sleeping together. (laughs) And yet my sister and her boyfriend Slept in the same bed now whether
0: anything oh uh, well where's occurred? the equity in that
1: i know and she's the younger sister
0: oh my gosh that's surprising
1: uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh i when i questioned the double standard i was not given any kind of an answer so. uh
0: was well, it cuz they knew they knew her boyfriend probably because they'd been
1: dating when she when she was 16 and at this point mm-hmm. she was probably about 21, 22 mm. so that's very possible because that could have been a big part of it not
0: that it made any difference no. I'm a bad daughter I know so, no you're not we know uh, the truth
1: I know the truth too and we were we were we was all you know, you snuck out of bed about <laughs> five. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. So anyway. <laughs> told there were me, no walk no, no walks of shame. No. No, no walks I, of I, shame.
1: I walked out of one room, my bedroom, that I shared with my sister and uh, he was mm-hmm. on the couch in the living room. Pull
0: out. No walk of well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Ak- Akasia told him that family matters. Nicholas agreed, but in contrast, he didn't have, have to have her mother's approval. Akasia said that wasn't sure she, uh, she had her mother's approval, especially after Dubai which only illustrated his point. Families can mm-hmm. be a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Don't know, no. Very true. It's very true. My sister would say the same thing. Um, <laughs> they should not let, let their... Uh, their, their Point of happiness attained by their disapproval. He then changed the subject by saying that he sh- should admire the work that she and his mother had, had done. Agassi was drawn to the light fixtures and the lamps. There was a cozy rug in the front of the daybed, a floor in the middle, and a ceiling bookshelf against walls that Monet's Twilight uh, in Venice had been repaired and reframed, and to her surprise, next to it hung Monet's Gare Saint Lazare, and one of her one of her favorite paintings. And the original was in the gallery, National Gallery in London. Nicholas said that his mother did have a surprise for her. the contractors. Uh, done an ex- excellent job, and, and we will have to call her later. She and his mother had an eye for design. She wrapped her arms around him and said, thank you, and he kissed the top of her help and said, welcome. Um. So, we asked Azar, why did he choose to highlight Monet's Saint Lazare? In this book, and he said he really liked that Monet painting. And part of it has to do with the way Monet paints the smoke, water, and the way he portrays the light and color. He actually thinks it's brilliant. And I know from some stuff I've seen there of of, uh, Monet's work, he's got this one where he's got like this little fishing boat um, on the water. And it's really cool the way you can see the, well, the water ripples from behind the boat. And it, it's nice. like a, a foggy dusk. And it just, it's just looks really cool. It's very cool the way they do it. So anyway, so here's carrying. Um,
0: and Betty said, oh, that's so nice. That was a beautiful gesture. Acacia found the best future mother-in-law. Very Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. And I wish he would be my future life. mother-in-law.
1: I found the best one too. Oh, she, uh, fortunately, but sadly, it passed away before I ever met her. So it mm. <laughs> couldn't get any better than that. Anyway, a voice coming from the hall says, "Acacia, are you home?" Acacia turned towards the door and saw a partially por- obstructed view of the of the bodyguards and Kate. she pointed at Nicholas and said, who's that? Garcia laughed and took Nicholas by the hand, led him by the bodyguards, and introduced Kate to him. She hugged Acacia, and in English said how happy she was to see her and that she had been worried. Acacia assured her that she was fine, and Kate told her she was jealous. She runs away from the city and comes back with someone even better than Inspector (laughs) Walshame. She needed to take Brazilian lessons. So Acacia is laughing And tells her that Nicholas speaks English Now I want to go hide my face Because it's bright red Because She's uh, finding out That Hey, you know Nicholas speaks English She knows what you said So uh, <laughs> And she turned, he turned to Acacia, mouthing the words, Inspector, what a shame. And she shook her head. <laughs> and Kate was not sure <laughs> when she would be home when they arrived. So she had left the, the keys to with Madame Olliette. And she guessed she handed them over so she didn't have to wait. And she tugged on the arm. <laughs> Pulling her into her apartment. <clears throat> is in her apartment? And she had a span. And as
0: uh, Betty pointed out, you can't argue with that mother-in-law or have awkward dinners. That's very That's true. for sure. But and I just, then, <laughs> I just relayed I love a that. story to Leslie <laughs> about
1: in-laws. When yes. I first moved into New York, I worked for a company called Computer Sciences. And um, one of the people that worked in the building, was there were, there were two names. There was Tony Langworthy at one extension, and Bert Langworthy at another extension. And I was like, oh, that's really <laughs> cool. They've got brothers or twins that work here together. So as I got there and I got to know people, I would see Bert the whole way and I'd say, hey Bert, how's Tony? Or vice versa. And he, he leaves the company, and about two years later, I meet Jim. And I, we were talking, I'm like, well, don't you have twin brothers? I think I work with them, Bert and Tony Langworthy. And Jim starts hysterical laughing, and henceforth, his brother, Bert, who went by the name of or Tony, Became the twins, so, it'd be, so my in-laws <clears throat> did have a lot of fun
0: with
1: them. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very sad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it would make you very memorable, Pam. I made my I made
1: my memory memorable to uh, Tony, and then. My sister in law heard the story, and she lives in North Carolina. I don't remember. And I got the typical southern accent. Well, isn't that just, <laughs>
0: you know, that they, they do that? So. Oh my gosh. Bless your heart. Bless your
1: heart, yes. So,
0: that's it. <laughs> Betty says that's another chapter for your book, Pam. <laughs> Very true. Yes. <clears throat> so, Kurt insisted on proceeding them to Kate's apartment when they went to retrieve Claude. He carried the cat carrier and all the accoutrements as they went back to Acacia's. Nicholas looked down at the ball of fur in her arms. So, this is your cat? As he said that, Claude looked up at him and hissed. <laughs> Acacia scolded him as he jumped out of her arms and ran under her bed. Nicholas said he thought that went well. Acacia assured him that Claude did not like people, just like his namesake. He seems to like her and Kate enough, she and Kate enough, though. Uh, (laughs) And uh, Betty just said, bless your heart, is never a good thing. You're right about that, Betty. (laughs) You're right about that. Mm -hmm. So Kate put the mail on the counter in the kitchen. Acacia thanked her. (laughs) Acacia thanked her profusely for picking up her mail and taking care of Claude during her absence and suggested that they have lunch Kate thought that sounded good but it would have to wait until tomorrow after her meeting with her thesis advisor Kate liked the idea and suggested Cafe Mirabelle Kate thought that was perfect and looked around the apartment complimenting her on how it looked so much better than before Did she like it? she asked Taking Nicholas's hand, Acacia said she loved it. And Kate also then mentioned to Acacia about a party that Bernard was having. Yes, Claude is a lady's furry man, that's for sure. Absolutely. So we asked SR about the cafe. Is Cafe Mirabelle a real place? And SR replied, Cafe Mirabelle is fictitious. Winky face. The main airport in Montreal used to be Mirabel, but they basically closed it to passenger traffic around 2003. It wasn't as convenient as L'Airport d'Orval, which has since been renamed after Trudeau, the present Trudeau's father. Not not my pretend president, (laughs) but his father. Uh, I guess, was that Philippe? Was it Philippe Trudeau? No i think so i guess part
1: is that justin's mother (laughs) was a character at studio 54. she hung out with the oh my gosh and all that kind of stuff really yes
0: that's fascinating she was and i think she's (laughs) still alive
1: too and she was a lot younger. Mm-hmm. than Uh huh. Mm.
0: Wow. Well, that's interesting. That explains a lot, actually. Um. <laughs> so, so SR had said. So I guess, um, for the cafe Mirabel, he, I guess part of this is me putting a little old Montreal into the story, which I kind of love. So. So, as we go back to the story, Acacia said that they had other plans. Nicholas kissed her knuckles and smiled down at her. As Kate looked at Nicholas, who only had eyes for Acacia, she said that she was going to go. Nicholas moved his eyes to Kate and said it was nice meeting her. You, too, she said and walked into the hall looking at Kate and said, call me. Nicholas looked at the bed and asked if Claude would be coming out soon. She looked at Rick and Kurt saying, not as long as there were people around. And Betty was laughing. She said, this is like the restaurant Julian Paul went to have lunch in Rapture. I spent days looking for the restaurant online. And when I finally asked the boss, he told me it was fictitious, which explains why I never found it. Well, you know, with SR, it's tough because he does use a lot of real locations. So, you never know um, what's truth and what's fiction, but I also think that's a lot of SR's allure. True. Right? And you don't know what's truth and what's fiction. I like the way he put a uh, little bit of old Montreal
1: into this. Because if I'm not mistaken, yes. he's originally uh, Quebec,
0: love, uh, which would be uh, okay. born in that in the Montreal area or lived mm-hmm. up there or something. And he's a big
1: Montreal Canadiens fan. Or the Habs, as they're
0: called. Yes. And Yes, yes, yes.
1: yes. But, you know, and you have about the restaurant bit. you know, I'm I'm re-listening to uh, Redemption right now. And mm-hmm. the bird and the baby. Or the, yes. the child. Oh. That is a yes, real place. Yes, yes, yes. So that... The, you know, he does
0: mix us up he does mix well us and up. i like that you know just like Y e. savoy was real mm-hmm. and you know I, I love that i love that because and that's quite good to ask
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: because and if it is a right real place there. it's likely a place you want to visit right the jules yes. verne exactly
1: so you to go to paris and you want to go have dinner there make your reservations about 2 or 3 months if not a little bit longer before you go <laughs> just an FYI
0: mm. I learned oh, I God. will keep that in mind it's on my list after we hit all 50 states before 50 we decided we're going to hit the your capitals of Europe I go. think is what I think is what we've talked talked about we're we're still figuring that out we have more states to go. But we knocked off two more this past weekend as you know, Pam. Yes. So, it's to so now you have to go. And now there are 7 left. That's right. Okay. 7 to go. We just knocked off Arizona and Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh so as we were, you know, Nicholas was asking about Claude. He welcomed Acacia home and said they had reservations at Jules Verne, the restaurant on type of the Awful Tower. This surprised Acacia as she thought they would stay in. It was safer. Nicholas held her and said that she had spent years in hiding. Acacia said she had always lived like that she knew. Acacia said she had always lived like that in hiding and that she really knew no other way. Nicholas understood and knew what that was like the possibility of his sister's killers could go after him as well those that trade in terror want us to be fearful he said it keeps them in control which is so true now you have resources to protect you he said she did not want to fight she wanted to listen you know she Acacia just did not want the concentrations at all and she was concerned about being you know uh, found out by her father. She was terrified. Um, she was also concerned that if she ac- accepted Nicholas's protection, she would be living Yasmin's life. And I think that scares the hell out of her Absolutely.
1: So Betty saying she needs to make a bucket list of places she wants to go to before she turns 27
0: that sounds like a good plan Betty. yeah make a few you know place put a few places on there stick your mark in the ground that's the only way you can do it have exactly. the intention said forth can
1: add more places when you turn 27. that's as right i've learned
0: <laughs> I'm so are you going to get 27 dresses though betty <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, Nicholas does sound a lot bit like the Sound like... He
0: does. Uh, he really does. Now, now I have this theme going through my head. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh my gosh. So, Nicholas did not
1: His hand, but he rebuffed it. She told him that it, he was wonderful, generous, noble, thoughtful, but I don't want you to be with me, or I don't want be with you because I want to be with you, not because she, she knows he can protect her and he was sorry he thought that's what was happening and he crossed his arms across his chest and she touched his arms this time he didn't pull away and said that it was both so they need to find a way to keep her safe and relying on his protection but also
0: that, so that she, she could be herself and, right. and not have, have that Hanging over.
1: Um, if you know, then he's like, then you'll know I'm, I'm with you because I want to be. Nicholas wanted to know what was wrong with his right. protection as he sweeps his arms around the place, offering his resources as well as her arm. And if she was part of his family, it would not be a question. Akasia reminded him that he is not. And then cursed and said, "Our connection makes you family. I protect those I care about." So Acacia asked him, "This is what binds me to you?" No, he responded, "That I only want you with me because you want to be with me." So Acacia wrapped her hands around his and said, "Then they are agreed." next is the same as Jasmine's. They had to find a way to, for, to go forward so she could continue to have a life. Nicholas asked if he was part of that, but there was a look in his eyes as if he was very anxious. That she wanted him to be, she told him. He relaxed and agreed they would have to take time to find their way he asked if, if she couldn't give him the time. But she said she could. <laughs> and he thanked her and said, now, are you going to dinner with me this evening or not? <laughs> so Cassia's like...
0: I'm, I'm oh. laughing at Betty's, but he said... 20- I'm just laughing. Did you see some of Betty's comments? She said, 27 dresses. That's not a bad idea. I wonder if Paul would mind watching 27 dresses with me. (laughs) I'm sure he wouldn't. And then Betty said, now all Nicholas needs to do is sit on a chair and cut a cloth like the Godfather. Oh, my gosh. I liked this little section, though, Pam, because, you know, they're trying to find their way. Right. I mean, Acacia's truth is out. She's terrified about her situation. She's not used to living out loud, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. she's used to being hidden and they're coming to terms with it. um, And she wants him to realize that she doesn't want to be solely reliant on him either because she doesn't want him to end up resenting her. So I just thought it was a really interesting back and forth.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. And, I, you know, I think in certain relationships, like the one Yasmin has with Constantine, there, mm-hmm. there is, uh, there has to be a mutual attraction for them. Right. But I also think that Yasmin is looking at Constantine with the protection background. Right. Because of the, the ex-boyfriend. And right. And know you could tell, she doesn't want... Uh, Casia doesn't want Nicholas to be and have that be that way. So. Mm-hmm. so as he asked if this was a chance if it was an invitation or a command he smiled and said I would be honored if you'd accompany to dinner met and then she accepted. He said that he would leave Go um, with her and be back in two hours. And she asked if she could he could leave with her instead. And when he asked why, Acacia told him that Rick did not like her. Nicholas told her that Rick did not like anyone, and she would tell him that what he had said in Dubai, and that she would just prefer prefer her. And yes, they're right. There's nothing worse than losing your identity in a relationship, Betty. So very well, he said. Uh, he then looking at her as if he he asked if he could spend the night. So Kazia mentioned that he had rooms at the risk, you know, get the Ritz hotel. Why do you want to sleep here? So Nicholas asked if uh, if she was going to accompany him to the hotel. And she said, I've just gotten home. Precisely, he says, he pulling her into his arms. and the bodyguards. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he did. He knew, uh, she had just gotten home, and, you know, she, she worried about the bodyguards and her studio apartment. And he told her, they can stand in the hall. And he kissed her quickly, said, I'll see you in two hours. Hurry back, she said, as he was walking out the door with a huge grin.
0: Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Still setting up the boundaries, though. Which they had to do? Exactly. So. So that was, you know, they are still working stuff out. I'm, I'm glad they got to the park. I'm glad that um, the uh, chaperone cat got involved. And my next, yes. my next wonder is Claude going to try to sleep with them in the bed.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine?
1: Been there done that and it's not a lot of fun (laughs) when you have pets
0: (laughs) I don't know how anyone does it I have friends who have their dogs and cats with them on their bed I don't know how they I don't know how they do it I just don't Um, and Claude Claude I think wouldn't have wouldn't want to put up with it you know Um, I love Betty Betty said uh, about the, you know, Chris Nicholas, you need working. to christen Acacia's apartment. <laughs> They're working through their their way through the relationship. She loves it. Cla- Claude will play scratch Nicholas while he's sleeping. Perhaps. Hey, Kenzie. Kenzie joined. Hey, Kenzie. Good to see you. So, so Kenzie, I'm, I have to explain There's a lot of background noise on my part because I'm broadcasting from the Madison Beach Hotel in Madison, Connecticut. I stopped here because I thought I'd find a quiet place to do the podcast, and I was wrong. Uh, But it does have good Wi-Fi. It's uh, part of the Hilton collection of hotels. And um, so it's quite lovely. uh, But I wanted to explain why it's so loud. Um as, as Betty pointed out it sounds like we're at the cafe with Nicholas and Acacia. so yeah, I think strange. that's cute. Yes, yeah, so I'm about to tweet a picture where I'm podcasting from. So you'll get to you'll get to see the full well, and yes, experience, hopefully. Betty, Betty
1: is also saying that God will probably sleep on the tiny bad. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's just sleeping, you you learn to move with your animals. <laughs> I have, on any given night, in my, in my bed by myself, there's no one with me, I have Walter, Stripey, and Matilda. And Pumpkin does his oh, own thing. Um, and again, I, you know, I, there are nights when I can't move because I've got Stripey by my shoulder, Walter by my hip, and <laughs> Matilda by my ankles on the other side. And if I move my feet too much, then Matilda goes after my feet.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yes. So it, three o'clock in the morning when you get claws going into your ankle. It's,
0: <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And, I love it. Yeah, so I love then, it. When, <laughs>
1: when when Jim and I were married, I had um a a golden uh, not a golden retriever, a yellow labrador retriever. And Aww. she the only time she would get on the bed, she wouldn't sleep with us. The only time she, when it was time to get up in the morning for breakfast, I to go outside and she'd come up and she'd squirm right in between us,
0: so. <laughs> yes. Well I'm seeing that Kenzie, uh, Kenzie had said that, oh I just lost her comment. Uh, um, Kenzie had noted that she's getting ready for a concert, very cool um she's listening while she's getting ready so she won't be chatting much but she's here and she she said i can't do animals on the bed period they aren't even loud in the bedrooms (laughs) and betty said nothing kills the passion than a dog fighting for the pillows or crying because he wants to sleep on the bed when you while you're busy (laughs) she said you're a saint Pam." Well, when you got
1: busy, you closed the door. It's like when you have little children, you close the door. (laughs) Yes. I'll never forget. That was so
0: funny. One of my daughters was knocking on my bedroom door. It goes, what's going on in there? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We were mortified. It was so funny. I hear you. It was so funny. But, you know, (laughs) I'm sure. And I'm Karen. very excited. Karen just announced that she submitted her final for her creative writing course. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's KK. Awesome, Karen.
1: So happy for you. And Kenzie's also going to see who's your. Yeah.
0: I'm very jealous. That's wonderful. That's going to be great.
1: Yes. That should be good. I think he just came out with a new album, too. So. Mm hmm. Anyway, so we will be back next week with chapter yes. 43. And 43. We'll,
0: yeah, we'll see the how that The plot thickens. It, mm-hmm. I know, it's it's going to be hard. Um, it's starting to get intense, you know?
1: Yes, it is. Always, always,
0: these little intense
1: periods.
0: Know. Exactly
1: we're
0: going to go and,
1: and <laughs> I, uh,
0: we'll see you next week uh, we'll uh, did you concert. see Kenzie, I was going to hmm? I was just looking um, I can't see, said they have to lock the door yes her parents learned the hard way <laughs> and Betty said we need to dress up for dinner with Nicholas and Acacia I love yes. that all right, you guys, t- have a stuff, wonderful stuff. evening. Enjoy. Go into the Jules burn. Yes, nice. Enjoy. Dinner. Just remember, make your reservations a few months ahead of time. Listen, <laughs> you can just. Hello, dinner
1: tonight. Okay, fine. So. Uh-oh. So I'm going to leave you with Cal Gabrielto. In so everybody have a so <singing> <speaking Spanish> O meu coração pediu assim, só bim, 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 bim. Bim, bim, bim.